Welcome to MS Podcast. In today's podcast, I have an interesting duo. Normally, it's more than a duo, but I got two individuals that are fantastic. And I wanted um, to invite them on my podcast first because I get invited first on their podcast via Audrey. We did that, which was fun. I've never been a guest or maybe a few times, a couple of times, not even a couple of times, maybe twice a guest on somebody else's podcast. And I had so much fun. Then I asked both of them to be on as a guest on my podcast because that was so much more fun. So I want to welcome Walt Thiessen. And by the way, to just make it even more fun, our second guest, Anne-Marie Young, is from the UK. So imagine a little bit US and UK together. So this is so exciting <laughs> to have both of you. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Emma. So um, how is everybody doing today? Doing pretty well. Um, been busy, but it's a good busy, you know. Trying to behave? No, I never try to behave. Good. Don't you love it? <laughs> So we're going to start with Walt, and then we're going to talk about Anne-Marie afterwards. So Walt, uh, you started your podcast way before me. So you're a veteran <laughs> on doing a podcast, live stream. And I want to know more how you got started, because my audience doesn't know who you are. And how did you get it started to sure. do what you're doing right now? I started the uh... 10 years ago in September, actually, in September of 2012. Um, and to explain why I got started, I have to go back four years before that to the 2008 financial crisis. Uh, because even though I was not involved in either real estate or mortgages, my business and my wife's business both got wiped out in a stroke by the financial crisis of 2008. So we were terrified, to use the word. And the sheriff. The terror was actually well justified because four years later, we were deep in debt. We were struggling to survive. We were probably a month or two away from uh, losing our home. Uh, I'm not sure how much longer beyond that we could have gone without going bankrupt, but it wasn't a happy time. And the way I often like to tell the story is that I, we were in such bad place financially that not only could I not afford to hire a coach to help coach me out of the situation I was in, I couldn't even afford to buy a book, a self-help book. To, to get help that way. So I was struggling. I was figuring, what can I do? How can I get out of this? And it occurred to me, well, podcasting is starting to become a thing. I know what I'll do. I'll start a podcast and I'll bring on all these experts who know everything about how to turn your life around and how to get financially successful. And, and they'll teach me for free. And, and it worked. <laughs> it worked great. So <laughs> that's how it got started. What made it continue was the part that surprised me because while I did get the kind of help I was looking for, I found I loved it. I found that I absolutely couldn't get enough of it. So that's why I've been doing it for almost 10 years now. That's fantastic. So you went from the, from the regular podcast to the live stream or how did you do that? Because well, most, most of my listeners are po traditional podcast listeners. A podcast traditionally is a, an audio recording that's stored mm -hmm. someplace online. And probably 99% of our listeners are traditional podcast listeners. Now we do live stream 
as we record when, when we're doing our recordings. And well, you know, we'll, we'll pick up a few live stream listeners and, and there will be people who will listen to the recording of the live stream afterward on YouTube or Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever, because we, we kind of spread it all over the place. Uh, but most of the listeners, they're audio only. That's wonderful. And uh, so you started with guests and uh, how did it grow and evolve? Because did you advertise it? How did you do that? No, I didn't advertise anything. Um, in fact, that was actually one of the ways that I justified getting the thing going in the first place, because like anybody else, I was nervous about doing a podcast. I'm, I'm not a particularly extroverted person by nature. So the idea of, you know, lots and lots of people listening to me really wasn't comfortable. So when I thought about it, I said, well, I'm starting a podcast and nobody knows about it. So I'm not going to have any listeners. Well, I, I can do that. I can handle that. <laughs> it's easy when you don't have any listeners. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now you're safe, which was great, by the way, for the first episode, because the first episode, we lost the first 20 minutes without realizing it. So if you actually go back to play the first episode, the way it starts is now we're live for the first time ever on LOA today, because that's what happened. You're like, oh, my God, we didn't turn the thing on. <laughs> No, that's why I always make sure I get the recording on first. I'm right. like, I'm putting the recording because I'm going to forget about it. And that's what I did on one of them. I was talking. No, that was a training, actually. I was supposed to record it. I forgot. I never did it. Luckily, at this point, you never know. Maybe it will happen tomorrow. But I make sure I record it first. I'm like, we will start in a minute, but let's record first. It's always a good idea. Press that button. Yeah. Press the button. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... Studying, studying like you did, um, how, how did you realize people were listening to you? Uh, through software, basically. Um, these days, when you, when you uh, set up a, a podcast, most of the services that you do it through have all kinds of statistics set up for you. Um, yeah. That wasn't really the case when I started. And I ended up doing what I still do today. I ended up creating my own web space because the one thing I did have on my side when it came to setting up a podcast at a time when there really wasn't any guidance on how to do it was I have an IT background and I had my own web server. So all I really had to do was set up a website and learn how to set it up so that I could keep track of, you know, how many times the files are being downloaded and so forth. And I found a, a, a WordPress software that helped me do that. So that's what I've been doing all along, but it was kind of a shock when I first found out that I was getting listeners. I mean, on the one hand, I was disappointed Oh, only two listeners. Okay. <laughs> but over time, over time, the numbers started to creep up a little bit at a time. Yes. You know, 10 and then 15 yep. and then 20. And, and I'm like, oh, wow, people are actually listening. I wonder if they're going to keep coming back. And they did. They kept coming back. Yes. I said, well, and, and then the day came, I'm not sure exactly how far it was, maybe like three or four years in where I got my first email from a listener. I said, oh, wow. This is pretty That's great. Awesome. I like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. So what was the request from your listener? What, uh, did they oh, have geez. a request? I, I think it was just a fan it? mail, just saying, I, I appreciate the, the podcast. Nice. Thanks for doing it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Isn't it encouraging when you receive this kind of uh, email that just letting you know, thank you, you make my day, or it's super cool because I get great information and you have helped me. It makes such a great difference when you know the impact you're doing because we are behind the microphones, but we don't realize who are listening and how do we impact people? Especially when you're an introvert like I am. Because mm -hmm. when you're an introvert, you're, you, it, one of the reasons that introverts are introverts is we don't have a whole lot of self-confidence. And when you don't have a whole lot of self-confidence, 
it helps to get that kind of boost. It's like, oh, wow, people actually like me. Mm-hmm. It's like the Sally Field comment at the Academy Awards. They like me. They really like me. It's that <laughs> well, imagine for a minute you're an introvert, but I'm shy. So imagine a little bit too. It's very yeah. useful and helpful when you don't have anybody to talk to. Just <laughs> yes. in my profile. It's very, very, very helpful. So... <laughs> But it's it's nice to listen that you did it the same way I did. Basically, was organic. You let it happen, let it yeah. grow. Um, and like you said, when you're looking at the first one, it's like, oh, I have twenty now only. I'm like, okay, I wish for more. But and you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna continue to what I'm doing, and I'm not gonna stop. And it grows from twenty to hundred to thousands of people, and it's fantastic. So. You Especially, said, by the um, way, when I realized uh, my first numbers that were like four, five, six, and I realized half of them were me listening to my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> That's even better. This is so funny. Okay, that wasn't me because me, I listened. And then when I send it off in the universe, I don't listen again. But this is good. This is very good. I love it. So when you started, you started to interview people right away. Am I correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the question I have for you is uh, now you do have co-host because we have one beautiful lady here, Annie Marie, who is gorgeous. The <laughs> accent, I love the British, the English accent. It's like, oh, goodness gracious, it's awesome. But um, how, uh, because you started and you interview people, so how did you get uh, people being your co-host and be part of your show? How did this happen? Well, and the then we'll pick on Anne-Marie. We're going to pick on Anne-Marie after that. But That's, that's only fair, absolutely. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> I've been picked on long enough. So, no, the first year, um, when you're starting a podcast, you're, you're basically struggling trying to figure out what am I going to do my episodes on. Uh, and particularly then when there wasn't a whole lot of guidance today, you can read blog posts and listen to YouTube videos. So here's what you do when you're doing your video and your, your blogs and all that kind of stuff. It, it wasn't even available. You, you, you were basically learning by the, the seat of your pants. You were just kind of figuring it out as you went along. So yep. because of that, I, I just kind of reached out through, I, I think I went through Twitter, actually. I was just looking for anybody who knew anything about law of attraction, because that was the main theme of the show. Anybody who knew about business success, maybe, maybe people who had businesses. And I was just like searching Twitter to see who I could find and then reaching out to them and, and maybe one out of five would actually respond, say, yeah, sure, I'd be willing to be on your podcast, which kind of shocked me because I, I mean, I didn't have a whole lot to offer them. I didn't have listeners. I, I mean, there was no real promotion for them, but they were saying, yeah, and I was getting some pretty good people. But the thing is, when you do it that way and, and you're kind of, you know, you're, you're reaching for every single participant, every single guest on the show, it wears you down after a while. It, it can be tiring. Today, we got great tools to make it so easy to hook up with people. I and mean, we've met each other through Audrey. There's Podmatch. There's a whole bunch of them out there. It makes it yeah. so much easier. But then you were just kind of figuring it out as you went along. So it was tough. And after about six months of it, I was feeling kind of burned out. I was liking it, but I was exhausted. And that's what made me think about the co-host idea. I, I actually thought about it in terms of like old-time radio shows. You know, because yes. it, you know anybody around the world who has uh, you know morning drive time shows or whatever they know there's there's a uh, you know, Joe Blow in the morning and you know he's got his his co-host and they they do all their talk and they do the commercials and all that kind of stuff and I realized that's a whole lot easier 
I mean, because I was liking that part of having the guests on. It's easier when you're having a conversation with with somebody else. I, I, I am in admiration of podcasters who just get a microphone and start talking into the microphone because I can't really do that very long. I mean, I have done it. I, I once did an entire hour. I had to go take a shower afterward. But yeah, I, I have done it. But it is rough. It's the rough way to go. Whereas when you're doing this kind of thing, a conversation, then you know, you're sharing energy and it's fun and it's exciting. Oh, I'm getting to know this other person. You know, so it makes it so much easier. So I thought, well, the, the, the radio show hosts, they have somebody there every day. Well, that makes it easy. Yep. They don't have to go get guests every day. And if they do get a guest, mm -hmm. the producer probably gets appointed, which I didn't have, right? So, okay, yep. let's get a co-host. So I thought to myself, who were the guests that I had had? Would any of them, first of all, be interested in being a co-host? And which one would I want to ask? And the one I thought of was a gentleman who was my 12th guest. He was on my 12th podcast episode. His name was Joel Elston. And I reached out to him and, and to my shock and surprise, he said, yeah, I'd like to do that. And so he became my first co-host and was for like the next three or four years, something like that, four or five years, I think. And yeah, we had a great time. So that, that's really how I got the whole co-host thing started was just by reaching out to Joel. That is wonderful because like you started and you wanted a co-host, I started on a front of microphone by myself and just doing my own chat. So I'm laughing when you're saying that it's like, I think it's, I know it's hard for people. And I give you credit. I mean, it's not I, easy to do. I have about what, 500 episodes of that and the rest, it's all collaboration that I've done. But starting for me, it, it's easier when you do it on your own first because you learn more about who you are and how you can relax and go into the flow. I know there's some days I was like, in the world I'm going to say universe and then I start to read and go. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is how we roll. This is how we roll. But again, never done any um, uh, training for it. Like you, you said at the beginning, I have no training, nothing. I just I didn't even you can look in YouTube. I Surely at all. <laughs> just <laughs> went with the flow, figured out things along. The funniest things that I figured out along when I was doing the um, my uh, own podcast without collaboration was at the beginning, and I think I told you that, guys, I used to stop the recording, start the recording, stop, and one day the universe said, no, let's let's this this rolling. And if you made a mistake, you go back and you cut. I'm like, well, that saved me time. <laughs> this is good. And as you practice, as you practice more and more, then you you the way you're talking and everything else, you you cut less and less. Oh, yeah. Actually, so that's been great. So I love it. So now let's go peek on our other guest because I love to listen to her. I just love it. <laughs> The British no. accent is and Anne-Marie has a gorgeous I know. Okay. Oh, I my gosh. It. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, hi, Anne-Marie. So, can you share the story of um, how did you get started to be a co-host with Walt? And how did you find his, uh, by the way, podcast to start with? Well, I started working with a life coach. I, um, I had my last child. And I've got a little bit of like postnatal anxiety. So I started, found a life coach on Facebook and he just happened to be, while I was working with him, started to work with Walt as a co-host on the show. So I just started listening in and then I kind of became hooked. So I was listening every week. I loved the show. I loved all the different um, co-hosts that he has because he has different ones every day. So you just you get such a variety of subjects, a variety of views and topics. So it just really grabbed me. 
And he had a guy on there called David Strickle, and he was promoting a, a course called Tyre, which I then, through LOA Today, um, attended. And that gave me the confidence to start pushing myself that little bit more out of my comfort zone. And I was listening one day and what was like, well, I've got some spaces for co-hosts. If you're a listener, do you want to come in and be um, a co-host? So I kind of wrote to Walt going, do you know what? If you've ever got a gap and you need somebody to fill in, you know, just just give me a call. You know, I'll, I'll try and come and do it for you. So I got on a call. I had a call with Walt. That was it. I was on every week from then onwards. <laughs> That's awesome. So when did you so when did you start to uh, co-host with Walt? That must have been about a year ago. It must be coming up to our anniversary, Walt. Yeah, just about. I think. Oh, this should be, okay. Yeah. So this should be two huge celebration. Your tenth year's anniversary to do <laughs> podcast mm-hmm. and Anna Marie. That should be a blast. Oh, definitely. Two separate. They should be two separate. Uh, I don't wait for the anniversary. I celebrate her every time that she's on the episode with me. Oh, <laughs> he's Good. awesome. I love it. <laughs> but, but as as a reader and as a co-host, you know, we've seen Walt evolve. Like you said, he started this journey. Um, mm-hmm. Is that this podcast to learn? And oh my goodness, does the man have knowledge and the skills to quiz people? So I'm I'm a co-host on it, but I tend to just listen and learn so much because it's so informative and so interesting and done in such a beautifully fluent way. Nice. I love it. I absolutely love it. So don't, don't let her fool you, by the way. She actually contributes a lot. She, oh, she, I know. She does. <laughs> I, I know. She's just yeah. trying to downgrade don't, don't, don't it, downsize, downplay, downplay. Oh, uh, no, I love that, it. All of that. I know she does. But so I have a question for you. So, uh, Anne-Marie, when you went the first time live, how... How did you get about? Did you get a panic attack? You were like, yes, I'm ready to go. Or like, oh my God, what did you just do? What did I just sign up for? Right. The Whoa. first time I went on was I was, I, I loved it. I just had so much fun and I felt super confident. And then when after the next few sessions and I was like, oh, I don't know if I've got anything to add. I don't know if I know what I'm talking about. And I, that's when my confidence crisis hit. And then I was like, well, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then, you know, it's just one of these, it's just pushing yourself out your comfort zone, isn't it? And just getting used to these things and and actually just chilling out and having fun with it, which is how I approach every Monday now when, when I join the show, because I just know I'm going to have a good time. No, that's fabulous. So and That's what it's about. Know, I think it is fun. It's about fun. It's about meeting new people. It's about changing topics and you never know you know uh the guest and this is what i love is discovering the guest so generally i don't talk much to the guest uh prior to the podcast because i want to keep it quote unquote real connection sure. really uh you know raw as much as possible because i feel that the connection and people who are listening are more into it mm. than if it's too prepared if it's overly prepared then i think i more journalistic then it becomes more organic. And I like the connection then we have. It's more organic. It's, you know, the first time I was on a show with you, on your show, guys, it was just awesome. It was a blast, actually. Oh, we laughed so much, didn't we? Oh, yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we got in trouble after that, but yes, we did. It was super fun. So so you're hosting with uh, Walt only on Monday? 
Yeah, and we have another guy who there's there's two of us. So there's myself and uh, Louis de Souza, who's he's been he was a, a listener as well, wasn't he? Well, and he joined. Yeah, but he didn't waste any time. He, he was the listener for one half of an episode. Yeah. He decided to become a co- He didn't even wait for me to ask. He just contacted me. He said, I'm going to be on the show. <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> well, who would not? You're so comfortable. It's so easy to talk to you guys. Mm. It's unbelievable because when I was on your show, it was just, it's a conversation. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's just wonderful. There is that connection there that makes you mm. at ease. And that's what I love. It's like... It's, it feels like we know each other forever. Like we just had tea together like an hour ago. And it's like, no, we're not. <laughs> First of all, Anne-Marie's across <laughs> the ocean, so that's not happening. But it's very interesting to see, uh, you know, it's very interesting how comfortable and uh, both of you are in the level of communication as well. Even if you're an introvert, like you're saying, I'm sure people are going to say, no, it's not true. But it's very interesting how comfortable you make you make people feel when we're talking to you. So that's amazing. That's really amazing. I honestly think it, it comes down to how do I want to feel if I'm on your podcast, for instance. And, and that's what I want other people to feel. So you talk about feeling comfortable. Well, I want to feel comfortable, first of all, because I'm doing the podcast. And yeah. second, I want everybody else to feel comfortable. I want people to have a good time. I want them to be happy. I call it your daily dose of happy. That's the subtitle. And mm-hmm. it's it's with deliberate intent that I gave it that subtitle because that's the goal, every single episode. And and the rule of thumb that I use is if I'm having a good time, I'm pretty sure they're having a good time too. Yes, exactly. You know? so, so, yeah. Yeah. So who was your, if you have a favorite guest and who would you love to uh, have on your podcast? As a guest, I (laughs) I know one. (laughs) No, several. If you wanted to. Wow, I have had, and that includes the shows that Amory have done has done with me. We've had so many good guests on the show, just so many wonderful people. I wouldn't want to eliminate any of them because see, see, the thing is, I the way I look at it is, I I love perspectives. I love mm-hmm. different human perspectives. And it took me a while. I mean, Anne-Marie was talking about watching me and, and listening to me as I was growing myself on the podcast as I was doing it over the years. Part of that growth was early on, I like pr- perspectives, but not too much of them. <laughs> and what has happened <laughs> over time is that yes. I've come to appreciate even the ones that I don't like. Yes. Like I, I've come to realize that the one, in fact, the ones that I don't like are the ones I learned the most from, which is really irritating but it's true. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> They're the ones that I keep thinking about. I keep replaying those over, yep. my, over my mind. Yeah. Like, okay, what, what should I have done differently with this one? And no, mm-hmm. I, I really shouldn't have done anything differently. It's just, I need to learn something from it. And exactly. So, yeah. I love the perspectives. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I'm, I, I would really, I'm really reluctant to, to pick one because I, I wouldn't want to get rid of any of them. I want them all. And that's good. And for yeah. you and Murray. Again, I couldn't pick. I, I, to be fair, just love all the co-hosts as well as all the guests. Uh, I still listen. I still have it on YouTube. I'm one of those ones who does listen on YouTube and I have it on while I'm working and listen to it in the background. So I'm still a fan myself. Um, but I just love asking the questions and finding out about that person and what their project is and just trying to, yeah. one, learn about them, but also it's almost like all our guests are magic and I want a bit of that magic and what can I take from that that guest and that's how I view every episode 
That's wonderful. So whose guest would you like to land? Somebody that really you want to talk to on your podcast? For well, both of you, I by think the way. One. Well, I can think of one. Because uh, Louis, okay. who is the one who uh, does the Monday shows with me and Anne-Marie, um, is very much into soil reclamation these days. And he okay. is a follower of somebody named Sad Guru. That's his nom de plume, so to speak. He, right. He's built quite the following. And there's this whole mass of people who are all trying to improve soil all around the planet. And I just just because I want to see him interact with Sadhguru, I like to have Sadhguru on the show one time <clears throat> and, and just okay. hear the two of them talk to each other. I just sit back and listen. <laughs> I wouldn't even Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting conversation, actually. That'd be like, fun, yeah. Yeah, that would be fun to learn and listen, both of them interacting. Absolutely. It would be amazing, mm -hmm. actually. And for you and Marie? I'm trying to think. There's probably hundreds. Um, I love writing. So it'd be something like uh, J.K. Rowling or like Julia Donaldson. Oh, wow. I don't know if you've heard of her books. But yeah, it would definitely be a writer because I just love the creative flow. And when we've had writers on, I've just really um, connected with it and just found them fascinating. So, yeah. I love your that choice of J.K. Rowling. She would be fabulous. I mean, I, oh, I, I would talk to her for, for weeks. Oh, my oh absolutely. Amazing woman. Absolutely yeah. amazing woman. And um, her writing is amazing. The movies that come out of it is, uh, oh, my God, it's like, wow. She's yeah. really creative. She would be an inspiration. So maybe we should work towards that, guys. Maybe we should. <laughs> there you go. We'll set that intention. <laughs> J.K. JK Rowling, if you're listening to this podcast right here, right now, we would love to have you on the show and for Walt and Anne-Marie to uh, to have a conversation with you. That would be fantastic. That would be That'd like, be oh, my God, making yeah. your day. Totally. The day? Are you kidding? It, it, make the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one I could go and do face to face as well because it's our side of the pond. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that'd be really good. That'd be really, really good. <laughs> so we lost those things. Oh, oh what yeah. happened? I think we've lost Emma. Oh dear. She froze up. She'll be back. Either that or else we'll be back. I'm not sure which. One of us will be back. <laughs> <laughs> She's back. So what, what are you going to do okay. for your anniversary? Oh, she's back. Oh, here she goes. Okay. Yes, I'm back. For some reason, I disappeared for a minute and I came back and I disappeared. I'm like, what is going on? It seems like the little, uh, we got some little <laughs> into our system. Who knows? Maybe J.K. Rowling was trying to tell us something. And then she oh. was trying to dial in, wasn't she? That was a sign. Exactly. I'm there. That was a sign. I'm telling you it's a sign. She's coming for you guys. It's going to be awesome. That's the I only thing it. I'm going to say. And when that happens, just send me an email. I will be watching you. <laughs> I'll issue you an invitation. You were part of it. <laughs> so, no, but that, that's so interesting. So you're doing your podcast five days a week or seven days a week? Five days a week, Monday through Friday. I give myself the Monday. weekend off. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So do you prepare ahead to get all of your um, guests or do you have a guest every day or? It, it's gotten to the point now where I have a guest every day. Uh, and I, I mean, you and I connected through Audrey, but I'm actually getting almost, actually 100% of my guests now I'm getting through Podmatch. I'm loving Podmatch. They give, the the oh, guests okay. that I'm, I'm connecting with there are just tremendously high quality. 
not that you're a bad guest. You, you were a great guest. It's just that very consistently, <laughs> the, guests, the guests that I'm getting on on uh, through Podcast are fabulous. So right now, that's my exclusive source for guests. Okay, but match. Yeah, because uh, that's very interesting. I don't know. I've never been. Okay, I don't know how I end up on Audrey. To be honest with you, I don't know how. You <laughs> I don't know how I did either. Actually, <laughs> I think I think they were they contacted me. I have no idea. You know, if I have to look at the platform I'm on, and I think I mentioned that to you last time, I have about twelve platforms that I know I put myself on, like Spotify, oh, okay. Apple, Google. So the typical one. And there is about over 13, at least, of them extra. Then I have no idea who they are, never know the name. And they are popping. And I'm like, okay, that's new. It's very funny. It's like they're, people are posting them some everywhere for some reason. I don't know how they got there. Well, they get there through the, um, the feed. When, when you create a podcast, you know this. You have a feed that you submit to Apple and yes. Google and so forth. They're getting yeah. that feed and they're plugging into their own websites. That, that's how that's happening. Mm-hmm. I think so too, because I, yeah. I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm like, I never been physically did this, but the names is like, okay, I don't even know the name. There is some name I cannot even pronounce because I have no clue. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who you are, but thank you. It's like, it's nice to know that it's spreading like a wildfire because I don't know. So, but that's fantastic. So you're doing that seven days, uh, seven days a week, really, Emma. five days a week, not seven. And Anne-Marie is only on Monday with you. So who else are your guests or your co-host? Should I say not your guest, but your co-host? Oh, right now, Tuesday is just one co-host, a gentleman named Sam Page, who is a longtime listener. Wednesday is Jody Lynn Craven, who uh, was very recently a guest uh, in her own right. And we connected solo. I said, you want to become a co-host? She said, yes. And so she's been on the show for a couple of months now. Thursday is Dan Mangana and Alex Standy. Alex, I met, oh goodness, about five or six years ago. I was trying to get more and more into the realm of that daily dose of happy I was talking about. And I ran, I encountered her and discovered that not only did she know a little bit about law of attraction, but she was a stand-up comedian. I said, oh, well, yeah, let's bring Even that on. Better. That'll work. And yeah. she, she's been terrific. And Dan Mangana, I met him through a previous co-host who uh, he was actually, uh, um, Emery mentioned how um, she had her own coach that she was working with. This gentleman was using Dan as his mentor. And so that's how I made that connection. And Dan has actually connected me to a bunch of other people, including my Friday co-host, nice. Neil Positivity. And uh, then the other Friday co-host is uh, Debbie G. Slyker uh, of Spirituality All and Wild. And and, uh, and Fridays are particularly fun because they're both podcasters in their own right. They have their own podcast. We got three podcasters in one on that particular day. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's quite a, quite a collection. <laughs> so is the only um, okay? So Anne Marie is in the UK. So mm-hmm. is everybody else in the, based in the US or are they all around the world too? Well, Louis, who does Mondays, is also in the UK. Um, and okay. the rest, I believe, are well, all Mexico, in the US. Oh yeah, dance in Mexico. You're right. Yes, yeah. that's awesome. You know, you got to, you can just sit on the top of it as a little thing. It's just an international podcast you've got, actually. Yeah, it really is. I mean, Do not you, by yeah, planning, but I know nobody else is who has people uh, around the world as co-hosts, which I think is awesome. I think it's fantastic. It, it really um, 
it, it emphasizes just how small this world has become in the 21st century with all the technology that we have. I mean, here oh, you are, you, you, you're where you are, Emery is where she is, I'm where I am, we're in like three different corners of the world and we're having a conversation online through Zoom. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> It's super cool, but I love because when you're, you know, when Anne-Marie is on the air with you, it brings a different perspective as well. And that's what I love because you got your perspective, but you got the European quote unquote perspective, the UK perspective. And it's so interesting. It's amazing. It is. And and you just nailed it. Go ahead, Anne-Marie. No, I just say, you know, we could talk about like what's happening in the US and compared to what's happening in the UK right. and just perspectives around that. So it just brings yeah. something really interesting. And like you say, it makes the world sound a very small place. But I think also, you know, all this kind of happened in a pandemic as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there yeah. is just no bounds to communication anymore. And I just think that's just beautiful. I agree. I, I love it too. I love the fact that uh, uh, you're in the UK and Walt is here in the US, unless he's somewhere else. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> I'm looking yeah, at the actually, background I mean, and the sky behind you. <laughs> Who knows? We're not so sure. We're assuming right now you're in the US. I'm contacting you know. from the International Space Station. No. <laughs> <laughs> And believe me, we could believe you on this one. So <laughs> just for the show, I went back to the, uh, the station, the, the international station, and I'm having fun watching you from down below. <laughs> but no, I found it amazing. And it's such a great thing to do to bring different perspective. And I think it's opening people's mind as well. So that I love it. I absolutely love what you guys are doing and bringing the perspective uh, of different people. And as I said, Europe, people from Europe grow a different way, different perspective, and that makes it even more fun. And, and it's even more than that because yes, different regions have their own perspectives, but individuals yes. within regions have their own perspectives. And I think that's mm-hmm. what I've come to appreciate more than anything else. Every single person, no matter where they come from, when they're coming onto the show, they're all bringing very different perspectives, very different viewpoints, and those viewpoints all work that's the part that amazes exactly. me the most they all work yep i know this is when you're open to communication and hear each other's when you can hear each other that makes the world and run better and we're good it brings uh, as i said it it's empowering to and amazing actually for you know think about the technology how far we've come to be able to have people around the world connecting like we're next to each other. It's amazing. It, it, it's also kind of a, oh, I, I don't want to treat it like it, it was a slap in the face or something because that's not what, it, what I had in mind, but it, it's almost like a counterpoint. Let's put it that way. It's a counterpoint to those who bemoan all the negativity on social media and so forth. Oh, the internet is ruining people's lives. Well, here is an example of how the internet is enhancing people's lives. I think it's really important to exactly. recognize these tools can work to our benefit oh my goodness, this works to our benefit. I, I now have a greater appreciation of just how similar we all are as people, regardless of where we, where we come from around the planet. We are, we're, people are people and they're fabulous. I love people, they're terrific. <laughs> <laughs> Walt love everybody. So give a big hug to Walt, our virtual <laughs> one. But I agree with you. <laughs> I had to pick on you, cannot help it. Sorry, you opened the door. <laughs> 
but I agree with you. Um, there is always, you know, it's like the, there's always two sides on the, uh, of the coin. But if we, if our intention is to help, is to do something positive, then positivity will come around. But yes, unfortunately, negativity always going to be there. But choose your intentions. If it's to do good, then those are the shows we want to listen. We want to listen to you guys. We want to listen to good podcasts who bring positivity, lightness, laughter. The world is already difficult enough. Um, I was speaking with somebody many, many years ago, and she said to me, and she was a psychic, another psychic than I know. And she said to me, you know, the, for the people who are being here on earth, this is the hardest part to continue and to get on our journey. This is not an easy road for anyone. And I agree with that. This is the hardest things we do. So if we're looking at the world in a negative way, then we're going to spiraling down somewhere we don't want to be. However, even though there is negativity in this world, we can definitely um, bring some positivity, bring some hope, bring some gratefulness, bring something positive. Think about even if you have a bad day today, there is at least one thing that has been positive. Maybe it's to look at one of your plants and grow it one inch taller. That's yeah. a positive thing. You know what I, I mean? So, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I do that. I do, I'm a big journaling fan. And at the end of the day, I'll write things I appreciate. And I can say I've had a really horrible day and I can fill a page full of things that I appreciate that day. So there's always something. And then you look at it and go, actually, it wasn't that bad, was it? So it's just perspective. Exactly. Yep. And if Jackie, we, Amory, know. you mentioned uh, uh, that you were kind of influenced to come on to the show because of David Strickle, who, by the way, he's going to yeah. be a guest today, Emory. I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah, I saw that. Today. I yeah. saw that. But, but uh, when you mentioned that, it, it kind of reminded me something that I learned from David. Da David is, I don't know if you know who David is, Emma. He's kind of like um, Esther Hicks channeling Abraham. He channels the stream of David. Okay. So, so he's, a, he's a channeler in that sense. And yeah. one time talking to the stream of David, uh, I was talking to them and getting information. And one of the pieces of information they gave is that one of our biggest challenges, this is my wording, not theirs. One of our biggest challenges in life is to find ways to appreciate negatives, to appreciate things we don't yeah. like very much. Yeah, and the yeah. reason they, they like to emphasize that is if we can master that, and it's not easy to master, I'll grant you that. Nope. Uh, Emery and I both know, well, that's one of the things you do in the, in the <laughs> Taya camp that we've both been through. She, she can uh, attest to that, I'm sure. But when you can learn how to find ways to appreciate the negatives, everything gets better. Your entire yeah. life gets better. Weights mm -hmm. come off of your shoulders. Your whole Absolutely. feeling about even the negative things changes. Mm -hmm. I, I now look at things that I used to think of as being really negative and I kind of shrug my shoulders like, oh, oh okay, no big deal. You know, whereas five years ago, it would have been a completely different reaction. I don't think I want to repeat it here, to be perfectly honest. It would not have been happy. It's a question of perspective, but also, and that's something that uh, we always said, everything is always temporarily. It, yes, it can stay for a week, it can stay for an hour, it can stay for 10 years, but it's, those are temporarily. Your outer condition is always temporarily, and it's how you react to it. It's mm -hmm. how do you uh, think about it. What is your intention? Because if you think like um, I always said, when I'm facing a problem, it's like eating a piece of cake, which way I'm going to eat it from the crust or from the front. It's just a question of perspective. Yeah. So I reduce it to food. 
I give you the piece of cake and think how you want to eat it. All right. It's the perspective on how you want to handle it. But um, that's how you do it. You know, it's not like, oh, God, again, it's going to be the end of the world. I'm like, if you start this way, it will be the end of the world for you because you're calling upon it. Right. However, you're facing the problem and said, okay, how can we re resolve this? And I need some help here, universe. How can we re resolve this in a more uh, fairness manners? I don't want to win. I just want this to be done and be positive at the end of the day. Then you're changing your perspective. You're already shifting the energy around. Exactly. Okay. And I always ask myself, what am I going to learn from this? Because mm -hmm. you always do. Yes. There's so you're turning, it into, you're turning it into an opportunity. Exactly. I love it. That is so into it. This is perfect. Yes, I agree. It's also mm -hmm. an opportunity to yeah. practice finding things that, like, let's say there's somebody, you know, Uncle Joe, you don't like Uncle Joe because he's always talking politics or something. And you're so frustrated yeah. with him. And if you can find a way to actually like Joe and his politics, you don't have to actually change your political viewpoints or anything like that. But if you just find a way to exactly. like him, it's not going to change his politics. It's not going to change his viewpoint. But it's going to change the way he behaves toward you just because you think exactly. about him differently. Exactly. Because when you, it's projecting energies, we are energies. And that's what I, uh, when I uh, normally do uh, my live chats on wisdom, this is why I talk, your energy. So whatever you're projecting is going to come. So if you see somebody you don't like, then they're going to feel it. And the more they're approaching you and want to talk to you, it's turning worse. If you start to send positivity and love and, and like, okay, I bless you, whatever the deal I'm going to do now. Oh, conversation gets better. I wonder why. Because you're not projecting the negativity and negativity <laughs> doesn't come back to you. So that's those are little tools you can um, you can work on. But I love the perspective that, uh, and it's right, how you, can you like or deal with the negativity? Nobody wants the negativity, but we have to deal with it one way or the other. Well, also we, we get to the point when you when you practice learning to appreciate finding things to appreciate yeah. about the negative yeah. what happens over time is the negative doesn't feel so negative anymore it just feels yeah. different after a time i mean i i don't pay attention to the news anymore and haven't for some time but every once in a while i'll tune in not tune in but i'll like you know go on to google news or something yeah. just to see what's going on and i'll get the vibe right away but it won't feel the way it did five years ago when i was still a news uh, consumer i just it, it just feels very, very different. And it's a good feeling because yes. basically now I know that there's nothing that they can publish. There's nothing that they can say. There's nothing that they can put out there that's going to just send me off the edge. It just doesn't work anymore mm -hmm. because of the work I've been doing on myself. Exactly. And that's something a lot of people need to understand, especially for empath. Um, to be careful of the energy around. So that's why I don't listen to the news. I just read what I need to read and that's it. But I'm not sitting on the front of the TV right. and being absorbed by all of the negativity. I'm like, no, there is positivity in this world and we need to find the balance because it's a balance we need to do. It's odd too, because there is a lot of positivity. It, the the yes. only reason that we think that there isn't is because we're so focused on the negative. But when we and, learn and to change the focus, oh my God, there's there's so much to be excited about. I, mean, I I routinely tell guests on my show, 
you know, I, I'm so optimistic about the future. And I get these looks <laughs> like, what are you crazy? What are you talking about? <laughs> and some of them agree, you know. <laughs> you didn't know I am the crazy one in the room. I won't. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, I couldn't help it. <laughs> But you're so true for that. So this is why I, this is why I wanted you to have you on my podcast because I think you two are just a hood, are a gem. You're fantastic. And how? Okay, so how people can listen and where can we listen to your podcast? Oh, really simple. Uh, first of all, thank you for having us on the program. We really appreciate. It. I certainly have enjoyed it very much. I think Emery has as well. Definitely, and, thank you. And in terms of listening <laughs> to the podcast. It, if, if you are a podcast listener of any kind, I guarantee we're on your platform. We're on all of them. We're on platforms, like you said, we're on platforms I've never even heard of before. So you can't really <laughs> miss us. Just do a search for LOA on your platform and you'll find it. It's very simple. But if you can't find it that way, just go to our website, LOAToday.net, and you'll find a link there that'll take you to a page that takes you to all the platforms. So you can't miss it. It's really hard to find that way. <laughs> so... Um... Are you still asking for people to be uh, your uh, get, uh, your host, co-host, or is it just people who listen to you just connect with you? Or are you still looking for more hosts? I, well, I always stay open to it. Um, lately, I haven't felt the need to get more, but that's just lately. I mean, ask me a month from now, I'll give you a different answer. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I have come to trust how the universe works so much that I don't really worry about it anymore. You know, it, like recently Good. I had both Tuesday and Wednesday open up and I, I wasn't concerned at all. And they both filled in within like two weeks. It just happened. That's you good. Know, so I, 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 I don't even think about it. I mean, Amory, do you ever think about anything like that? I, I don't know that I do, but. No, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly as you said. You just tend to trust, trust that some, whatever it will be, will be. Yeah. And that it's the best possible like, outcome. But yeah, I, I wouldn't worry so, about that. Yeah, exactly. So Anne-Marie, so you you have done that for a year. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be there forever. What are you going to do? Continue <laughs> to do the, I know you're the, you, I know you're his bigger fan. We know that. I know that. Yeah. But um, are you going to start your own or are you just going to continue to cruise and to work with uh, do it with Walt? I would love to do it with Walt. I, I think there's a lot of possibilities with Walt and his ideas and going forward. So I would love to support him with that. But yeah, I have ideas to, you know, I'm, I'm currently studying coaching. I'd like to go out and do that. Um, who knows where that will take me. I'm set the intention to have all my books published and be hugely successful. Um, so maybe I will meet JK Rowling. And Ooh. so, yeah, who knows what's <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> That's, that sounds very interesting. What came, uh, uh, do you know Clubhouse? And Marie? Yes, yes. Well, why don't you start a room over there for your coaching? Okay. Already worth coming. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> I am telling you, I could be I could even be a co-host because I do business coaching, but uh, we could co-host for for one room to see how it goes. That could be funny. Ooh, that could be interesting. Let's do it. Let's connect everyone. I'm, I'm for that. <laughs> and what what could be a joy? Be, uh, could, and Walt could join us too. <laughs> I, actually, I, I'd be curious to just watch the two of you doing it to, to, to do the, that uh, coaching together. I think that'd be fun to watch. I think so too. It I would be extremely so. entertaining. 
I don't even care if it's not fun to watch. I would have fun doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It would be interesting. It would be fun to do it. But I'm serious. The the word clubhouse came to me when you said about the coaching. So because it could be interesting to do it via clubhouse. Let's let's have chats. Let's have chat. Let's have chat. <laughs> offline. Let's do that. So, who do you have today coming in? You said again, David Walt? Strickle, the, uh, the stream of David, uh, the gentleman we referred to earlier. He is going to be okay. guest today. Yep, yeah. that, I'm going to be listening afterwards <laughs> for sure. So, but no, I wanted to thanks both both to come to my podcast and do this episode today, which is absolutely a last for me um and i might be probably asking you in a few months to come back both of you again for more fun (laughs) absolutely (laughs) no problem at all and I have a feeling we're going to end up in Clubhouse with Anne-Marie for (laughs) coaching even better (laughs) I don't know what we're going to call it but that's going to be fun oh I'm sure it would be fun so why not think about that we'll talk about it but Thank you so much for today's. I know I need to let you go, Walt, because you're going to start yours very shortly. So I don't want to take too much of your time. But it was a pleasure to have both of you on my podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was definitely our pleasure for sure. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Bye. 